How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Pei, Daf 80 of Masech the Kedushin. In Masech the Kedushin, there are 82 pages. So, we're getting pretty close, if you ask me. Um, Alright, so we're talking uh, more about like a Soryuchs and kind of stuff. Not, I wouldn't say it's so Yevamasi. So, Maybe a little bit. No, but whatever. No, it's uh, no, no, nothing insane. Um, and then we get to an interesting uh, sugya, the sugya of uh, Yichud, which is interesting, of um, boys and girls being uh, secluded together, alone together. Okay, so let's go by there. Okay, we are on... Um, our story begins, our journey begins on the Ayin Testament base at the Mishnah, about 15 lines from the bottom of the page. So a fellow goes with his wife um, traveling someplace. And they come back. They come back to town after their travels and he's there with his wife and now they have some kids. And he says, I present you my wife. This is the wife I left with. I've come back with the same person. Ve'ilu banea, these are her children. I guess uh, while they were away, they had some children. Ain't sarach laviraya, lo'ala isha v'la'ala banim. So he doesn't have to prove anything. doesn't have to bring any proofs. Um, you know, because we already know, right, the, the, right this, is the, this is the woman who he was married to before he left. And when he got married, we already made sure that everybody was allowed to marry each other. And the kids, we're going to explain to them why, but the kids, we're going to assume, are her kids. So if she's Ksheris, then the kids are Ksheris. Mesav Elubanel. Now if he says, look, the wife that I left with is, is in Wellwood, but these are the children that I had with her, well then, isha. So he has to bring proof that these are in fact her children. Now once he proves that uh, these are in fact her children, he doesn't need to prove that that, that she is Miuchos, that, that, that she is from... Um, uh, uh, kosher lineage because we already proved it when they got married initially, right? Um, fine. Now, but if he comes back and says, Look, I married a woman when I was away, and these are her children, well, then maybe so then he proves that 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 this woman who he's now married to is Ksherah. Now, once he proves that she's Ksherah and the kids are her kids, so then. He doesn't need to bring any proof about the kids. Again, the Gemara is going to explain why not. Mesa If she says that 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 I married somebody, she's dead, and these are her children. Well, then He would have to bring a proof a that the wife was from kosher lineage, and b that these are in fact her children. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. One second. Now says the Gemara. Now says the Gemara, Amir Rabbi Barifuna says Rabbi Barifuna, Vechulan Bechuchim Achria. There you go. If you're wondering why we don't need to bring any proof about the kids when she's there, because we're talking about where the kids are like attached to her, right? They're young, they're attached to her, so it's clear we can assume that these are her kids. So then, um, as long as we know that she is Kshera, so then we can assume that the kids are kosher as well. What's going on next door? I think my next door neighbor found the project to work on. Right while I'm uh, recording Babylon Talmud. My neighbor's a very funny person. 
she gets very mockbid when people make noise ever but also between two and four in the afternoon that's like siesta but um she's not always so quiet herself said uh, okay, so if a fellow comes and he says, look, I married a fellow in, uh, while I was away, in some place, so he brings a proof that uh, she is in fact uh, a labonim, and, and he doesn't need to bring any proof about the kids. So now, so now, so now we're saying that, as long as the kids are minors and they're like, you know, connected to her, they're always with her. So then that, right. So as long as you prove that she's Kshere, then you can assume that those are her kids. And if she's Kshere, then the kids are Kshere. But the older kids who are not attached to her, right. And they're kind of more independent. So then we would have to bring a proof that they are her kids, right. So that she's Kshere and that they are also Kshere. When do we say this, that, right, that the little ones, you don't need to bring a proof for. Be'isha achas, only if he says that I married one woman when I was away, and this is her. But if he says, look, I first I got married, but then my first wife died. Then I married her. Then I married the second wife who you see here, and these are her kids. Well then, Well then, you have to bring a proof, A, that this uh, wife that, that you have is Kshere, uh, and B, that these are her children, because it could be that maybe they are the children of the first wife and just that they were always, you know, they're very comfortable with this new wife. So in that case, uh, you'd have to bring proof uh, both that the, that the wife is uh, Kshere and that these children are her children. I'm going to wrap up my, roll up my sleeves even a little, one, one more roll, one second. Okay, I've rolled one more roll. Uh, let's see how that rolls. All right. So Loshanu Ella, because Shlokish says that when we can trust that the kids belong to the to, to the uh, mother, that's with the Gartin Trume. With Gartin Trume, if, if this fellow is a coin, so we can assume, well, if she's a Kshera, and these kids are, you know, young and they're and they're with her, so then they are we can assume that they are Ksherim as well, and they can eat Trume. If he's a coin, the kids can eat truma. But, but if, if there was a daughter, she would not be able, based on this assumption, she would not be able to marry a coin. Even by Yuchsen. We can assume that these kids are Ksherin. And if there if he's a uh, and, and if there's a daughter, she could even marry a coin. The Ozda these sleeves are bothering me. The Ozde Rabbi Yechanan Taimi. Rabbi Yechanan is consistent with his reasoning. The Amr Chiba Ava Amr Rabbi Yechanan. Malkin Alachzokis that we give Malkis for the Chzokis. Right, right, right. That, right. That if we have a Chazaka, if we have an assumption about something, right. If we can assume something, if we can assume something in a certain way, so we can give, we can even give lashes based on that Chazaka. So can the Sarfin Alachzokis. If we have a Chazaka, we could stone, we could burn. But we don't burn a trume based on a chazaka. Now, what are we talking about? Malkan al chazakis, When we say that we can give lashes based on a chazaka, it's like Rav Yehuda, Dhamma Rav Yehuda. That if a woman has a chazaka that she's a nida, that her, that her, that her neighbors saw that she was wearing her nida clothing, 
So we can assume that she's a nida, and therefore if her husband uh, sleeps with her, we would whip him. Mishum nida. Fine. Soklin v'sarfin ala chazakis. We uh, stone people, burn people based on chazakis. Kedu avabar ruvuna, to amar avabar ruvuna, ish v'isha tinuk v'tinoikis shegdilu b'soch habayis. That if you have a father, a mother, children, sounds like a nice family, they were all living together. So we don't, we, you know, nobody was at the Chasna, but they moved to town, right? This nice new uh, family moved to town, a father, a mother, a son, a daughter. And now, you know, and they've been living together. So we assume, okay, that they're a family, right? We didn't look into, you know, nobody, nobody's at the wedding, whatever. They moved to town, but okay, we can assume that they're living together as one family. Well, Niskal and Zelze, if the son sleeps with the mother, well, then that would be a chiyav skilav. And if the father sleeps with the daughter, that would be a chiyav sreifa. So there's a, the, right, the fact that they live together is enough to make a chazaka that we would stone and burn. So that there was a maise with a, a woman who came to Yerushalayim and and she had a baby, right? Uh, a woman moved to Yerushalayim. She had a baby with her. And she raised the baby. But then the baby, when he was no longer a baby, he was old enough. He had beer with her. And they brought them in front of Bezdin. And then they stoned them. Not because we know that a thousand percent um, um, uh, he was the um, son, but simply because when they moved to town, uh, this son was a was a baby and was sort of attached to the mother, and we just based on the fact that we assume that they are mother son, so we can uh, stone them based on that chazaka. and we do not burn trume based on a chazaka. That Rabbi Shimon Lakish says that we would that we would burn Chuma based on a chazaka, whereas the Rabbi Yochanan says that we would not burn Chuma based on a chazaka. For the time, they go they're consistent with the reason that it's not. We learn in the Mishnah Tinok Shinimsa Bitsado Isa Uvatsik Biado. So you have dough, and there's the baby right next to the dough. And the baby has some dough in his hand. So, friends, what do you think happened? Put the put, you know, connect the dots. What do you think happened? Mistama, the baby, stuck his hand into the dough and pulled out a piece of dough. So now, so that means Mamela that the baby touched the dough. The question is, is the dough tahor or is the dough now tummy? Rameir So Rameir says that the dough remains. Tahor, whereas the Chachamim say that no, the dough is Tomei, Mipneshe Darko Shel Tinok Litapeach, because, the Chachamim say that the dough is Tomei because, um, because uh, babies play around um, in the garbage and there's like, you know, Nevelas and Shrotzim and who knows what over there. So therefore, we, 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 we assume that the baby is Tomei because he touched like Nevelas and stuff in the garbage. And, he, and then he touched the dough, so the dough is now tummy as well. Vavinabam, we ask, my time to Rameir, how come Rameir says that the dough is tahor? Because Ksavar, rov tinokis mitapri and well, look, he, he agrees that yes, most babies 
play around in the garbage and 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 we can we have to submit their tummy. But there are some babies who don't play around in the garbage and they would be tahor. Now the Isabhaskastaira Now the dough, you know, was it was tahor, so we, it has a chazaka of being tahor. So in that case, so you have a chazaka of the dough being tahor. We also have the fact that there are some babies who don't play around in the garbage. So if we combine those two, the fact that we have a chazaka that the dough is tahor, and there are babies who don't play around in the garbage, versus Israeli ruba, that kind of weakens the majority, which is that majority of babies play around in the Gar- in the garbages, let's go right there for a second. But the rabbis say, that well, the fact that uh, um, uh, some babies do not play in the garbage is irrelevant because it's a mute. Ruba v'chazaka, ruba adif, which means that all you have is a rove and a chazaka, and the rove is greater. Okay, let's, so, so let's, so let's, now that we've read Rameir's opinion and the Chacham's opinion, let, 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 let's explain them. Because I did that a little bit quickly. It's not complicated, but let's just explain them. Um, so basically, according to, uh, so there's basically two factors here. Factor number one is that the dough was tahor. So it has a chazaka of being tahor. Now, there are two groups of babies. The majority of babies play around in the garbage in, tum- in our tummy. Um, some babies, however, are tahor. They don't play in the garbage. Now, according to a mayor, the fact that some babies are tahor is relevant. According to the Chachamim, the fact that some babies are tahor is irrelevant because it's bottle birov. Right? Therefore, it's bottle, it's non-existent. So therefore, going back to your mayor. So going to your mayor, you have three categories, right? You have the majority of the babies who are tummy. You also have a chazaka that the that the dough is tahor, but the minority of the babies who are also tahor kind of tilt the scales in favor of the dough being tahor because the dough is a chazaka being tahor. You also could add to that. The fact that the minority, there are some babies that are tahor. So therefore, that kind of tips the scales in favor of the dough being tahor, even though a majority of babies are tummy. Now, according to the Chachamim, however, the fact that some babies are tahor is irrelevant because most babies are tummy, and that's what's important, and, and it cancels out the fact that some babies are tahor. So now what you're left with, according to Chachamim, is that a majority of babies are tummy, so that's a rov. Now there's a chazaka that the dough is tahor, but the ruba, the rove, is stronger than the chazaka, right? Which is that we said, right? ruba adif, right? Ruba the chazaka, ruba adif, according to the chachamim, you know, if you have the rove of babies being tame, and you have the dough, which is a chazaka being tahor, um, the majority is going to win out, and therefore they say that the dough is tame. Now, Amr Bishim Rishlakish says, Rishlakish, Mishum Oshaya, Zohi shesorfin oleo esachume and says rishlakish and says rishlakish that you will burn right because the chacham say that uh, the majority right that we assume that it's tummy we will burn this dough right that if this dough is chuma we will burn it. Rabbi Yochanan Amar ein zochazakish shesorfin oleo chuma whereas um, Rabbi Yochanan says that that even according to the chachamim who say that um, even though the Chacham say that we go based on the rove and that we would um, assume that it is Tamei, we would not burn the dough based on that. We would just um, um, sort of be uncertain about it, but we wouldn't burn it. So according to the Rabbi Yochanan, what is a Chazaka that you would burn Truma for? Apparently it should be Kedetane, like we know in a Brisa. 
if you have a dough inside of a house, and you have shrotzim and frogs, and I don't know, they're like missing limp, I don't, I don't know, there's like limbs of shrotzim and svarzim, so apparently a sheritz is kind of like a, a, a frog, was it like a toad or something? I don't know, the article just says sheritz, I don't know, but it's some kind of frog-like, not frog thing. So, okay, so there's a dough in the house, and there's frogs which are tahor, but also these shrotsim that are tameh. Metabon they're like a bunch of limbs of like toads and, and frogs. And they're like pieces of these limbs in the dough. That's gross. So if the majority in the house are, are, are these shrotsim, so then... So in that case, right, so if most of these, I don't know, frog shrotsim things are, if most of them are shrotsim, so then we would assume that it's tame to the extent that you would burn the dough based on it, um, because, um, well, most of the things in there are shrotsim, and also it's like actually a visible, you know, majority over there. We actually have this pile in front of us, as opposed to the baby that it's a theory. I don't know. Some babies, most babies go to the garbage. Some don't. So, so in that case, it's less tangible. So it is. So we would not burn truma based on it. But in this case, um, Rabbi Yochanan would say that we would actually burn the truma. Tanya Kavasid Rabbi Yochanan. We have a brisa supporting Rabbi Yochanan that in the that right that by the baby um, we wouldn't actually burn the truma. We'd just be tola. We'd be uncertain about it. It'd be besafik. Okay, there are two things that um, don't have. You can't actually ask them anything. They don't have knowledge to ask. But the chacham made it. As though they do have Das Yishol. Meaning, right, generally, right, we say that Sofek Tumba B'Shus is Tameh. However, that's only if it's a situation of Dovashiyesh Bo Das Yishol, that you can ask to clarify, right, that you can ask, is it Tameh or not? Um, but if it's something that you cannot ask and inquire about, so then even B'Shus Hayochid Sveka would be Tahor. So there are example, two examples of something that She'ein Bo Das Yishol, but we treat it as if Yesh Bo Das Yishol. Tinok V'od Acheres, and that is a baby, and another example, Tino Kodamar, and in the case of the baby is that which we talked about with the dough. The Odacheris and the other Mahi, what's the other example? Isa Besochabais, if we have a dough in the house, Vitanu Golem Mashkim, Umashkim Tmeim Sham. So there's a dough in the house, there are also chickens in the house, and there's also Tomei Mashke in the house. Vinimtsu Nikurim Nikurim Beisa, and there are holes in the dough as, as though the chicken pecked at the dough. So, so we have to be concerned that the chickens may have first pecked the tummy mashkin and then pecked the dough and therefore it's tummy. Fine. So we say, We don't eat it, but we also don't burn it. So, and there you have it. 
So we said that there are these two examples, and we gave one example being the chickens, and we said by the chickens were told, and so by the uh, baby also would be told that we would not actually burn it. Now this concern is only by clear liquids, but if they're red liquids, in Esau Dinokir made the Yadiyah. If they were red liquids, well, if the chicken actually did peck the dough, well, then you would be able to see it. You would be able to see the red. But wait, but maybe the, how do you know, maybe the, maybe the dough absorbed the red one. So Amr, Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan says, look, Rabbi Shubin Levi, Rashi points out, Bribi means like the God of Ador. So he heard this, but he didn't hear the explanation for it. That we say that we have to assume that the dough is tummy if the, if the mashka was clear, whether it was, you know, actually clear or whether it was kind of a clear red, right? Meaning it could be like a light version of red. As long as the reflection of a, 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 a baby could be seen on it, then it's considered clear enough that it would be absorbed of a mashkim achurim lo. But if they were a darker red, so then, so then, um, then if, if, if they, if the chicken pecked the red liquid, then you would be able to see it on the dough. Okay. Okay. And now we get up to the sugya of Yichud. Says the Mishnah, Lo yisachir odom im noshim, aval isha achas misyachedes im anoshim. That is the basic premise of Yichud. That a fellow cannot be alone with two fellas, but one fella can be alone with two fellows. Right? The assumption is, so that's really again, so that one fellow cannot be alone with two fellas, because as we're going to see in the Gemara, the assumption is that um, he would be able to uh, convince both of them to do an Avera with him. Whereas, aval isha achas misyachedes shnei anoshim, but one fella can be alone with two fellows because it's assumed that the fellows would be uh, unwilling to do this avera uh, in front of each other. Shimon Omer says, Shimon af ish echod misyachid im shteinoshim bismanshi ishto imo. So Shimon says, look, a fellow can be uh, can be alone with two fellas as long as his wife is also there. Because right, she's going to make sure that uh, well, they're going to make sure in that context that no, no avera happens. They can even sleep together in a kretschmer because uh, because again, uh, if the wife is there, she's going to make sure that uh, nothing inappropriate goes on with any of these women and her husband. A fellow can be alone with his mother, with his daughter. They can even sleep together in the same bed. I, I, my understanding is that Kerev Basr means naked. But once they get older, then once already, you know, if the child gets older, Rashi says that by a daughter, when she's a katana, even, even when she's a katana, they should probably sleep. If I understand, it means the clothes on, clothes off. They should sleep with the clothes on. But um, the son, they could see, he could sleep with the clothes off as long as he's a... Uh, um, as long as um, he's a minor, but once 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 everybody gets older, they should if they're going to sleep in the same bed, they should wear clothes. My time. So the Gemara asks, how come we say that one fellow should not be alone with two fellas? Because um, the assumption was that um, 
they would they would, that the, the girls would be easy to that the, the fellow would be able to convince the fellas to do an avera with him. Minani how do I know that um, right? Where do we have a pasuk to say that a fellow cannot right? right this concept of yichud that a fellow and a fellow should not be alone together. So Amr Biyechin says Biyechin Mishum Bshimin that in the name of so Biyechin says in the name of Reb Yishmael. Where do we have an allusion to um, uh, Yichud in the Torah? Shnei was the puzzle says ki yisischo achicho ben imecho that if your brother, the son of your mother, um, uh, tries to convince you to do uh, to 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 serve to to, to worship the geshkis, v'chi ben ein meses ben av eno meses. I don't understand. Only the son of uh, of your of your mother. Would convince you, but not the son of your father. No, what his teaching is Ben Imo. The Chiddush is that Ben Imecho that a son is allowed to be alone with his mother. That would not be a violation of Yichud. Also, the However, all of the other Arayas in the Torah, um, you would not be allowed to be alone with. Okay, fine. That was a nice drasha. That was a nice drash. Ben Imecho Yichud. What's the simple explanation of the pasuk? It's saying not only this, but even that. Obviously, your brother from the same father, that you hate each other because, you know, you're, you're, because you're competing for the inheritance. And your brother from your father will give you bad advice to do to service, to, to worship Getschkes. But even your brother from the same mother, that you don't hate each other because you have different fathers and you're inheriting from different places, so you're not competing. I might think, okay, I should listen to my brother. He's got nothing against me. He has no interest in, in harming me. No, be wary of your brother from the same mother as well because, um, you know, you got to stay away from the Gechkis. Okay. Fine. Fine. So let's say that our Mishnah that says that a fellow cannot be alone with two fellas is not like Abishol. The Tanya is willing to buy that if a baby uh, dies within the first 30 days of, uh, of its life, it's considered an Eiffel. Um, and um, you don't, you know, you, you can do sort of a toned down funeral. And you know you don't necessarily need a coffin. You just kind of uh, carry out the the baby, uh, you know, and, and just carry the baby. Vinikbar biishachas v'shnei nashim. You don't, you know, not every, you don't need to make a whole big uh, funeral. Rather, um, you know, even uh, one woman, woman and two men. Avalo biishachas v'shnei nashim, but not with um, one fellow and two fellas because you know that could be yichud. Abishol Omer. Whereas Abishol says, no, you can even bury this baby with one fellow and two fellows. So we see that apparently, according to Abishol, one fellow with two fellows is not a violation of Yichud. To which the Gemara says, no, you can say that our Mishnah is also like Abishol, that Abishol would agree that under normal circumstances, a fellow should not be alone with two fellows. Um, but, Bishas Aninus, Tover Yitzray. But during a time of Aninus, right, that they're going out to bury a, 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 a newborn baby, 
that is not a time when he's going to be thinking about how he could convince these two fellas to, to do an Aveya with him. Uh, therefore, you know, so, so therefore, Abishol says, look, in the context of burying a, a little baby, um, a fellow can go to bury this baby with two fellas. But I could argue that in general, he would say, a fellow should not be alone with two fellas. Now the rabbis who say that a fellow should not bury this baby with two fellas, uh, he holds like Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, Odum Chai Gevel Chatov. Even when a person is an onen, nonetheless, Bishas Aninuso Shal Adam Yitzchok Misgaber Olav. Still, he has a Yitzchahara, and therefore, even when he's an onen, he should not. A fellow should not go out with two fellas. But Abishol says no. The pasuk is talking about something else. Kiksev. That pasuk is talking about Huben Misraim Amidosov Kiksev. It's a person who's complaining to the Eibushter about his lot in life. And this is what the puzzle is saying. My soy mommy Dosov, what's this fellow who's complaining to God, getting so worked up about? What? Has he always uh, controlled his uh, sinning instincts? That he, that, that he deserves life? He should just be happy that he's alive. It's not like he's perfect. It's not like he's always managed to, 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 to keep his Yetzirah uh, in check. Virabonon. And. Um, Whereas, and now the, um, where am I? So, 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 oh, so, so, so Abishol, okay, so the rabbis had said that the Pasuk is saying, look, even an Onin needs to be concerned about Yichud. Abishol had said, no, an Onin doesn't need to be concerned about Yichud. Um, but the Rabbana said, but even so, even if you say that you don't need to be concerned about uh, Yichud and about your Yitzhar when you're an Onin, but nonetheless, Rabbanon, Kiahu, but still, you're playing with fire, Shtikel. Right? Abishol, if you say that a fellow can go out with two fellas in the context of owning because, you know, he's broken, he's not going to be thinking about doing an Avera, but you're kind of opening up kind of a, a, a slippery slope because you might have bad actors who actually are not burying a baby, but they will put on an act, right? They'll go out with a baby, a fellow, two fellows, they go out, you know, outside of the city as though they're going to bury a baby, but they're not actually going to bury a baby, they're just going to do an aver. So even though a fellow, when he's actually an onen, you could argue that he doesn't have a yetzahara, but people might exploit that, that, that situation to kind of fake it so that they can go do an aver someplace. So even so, it should not be done. Friends, that was that pay of Mesechta Kiddushin. Okay, the first part of the daf, we're talking about kind of these different scenarios where we are about a chazaka. How much can you rely upon a chazaka? Then we got to this interesting sugya of Yichud, the concept of a fellow and a fellow should not be alone together. An unmarried fellow, an unmarried fellow. And we um, talked about in what cases, right, what are the kind of uh, criteria? So I guess a fellow and a fellow should not be alone together, but one fellow and two fellows also should not be alone together. But um, uh, one fellow and two fellows uh, would be uh, acceptable. Chaver, that was Daf Pei of Mesechta Kiddushin. Hope you enjoy. Peace out.